The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, you guys, I had to race back to do the pod because it has been the most eventful 24 hours as you guys know, Tamara is still like n- not well. She's the recovery is brutal on her surgery. And thankfully, my friend Justin Anderson is joining us. Justin, What's up, girl? <laughs> I miss you so much since BravoCon. Like we I, I doesn't that feel like six years ago? It feels like six years ago, absolutely, and I miss you so much, but thank God for social media for keeping us connected. Uh, but I we got to find a way to quiet down all the Bravo chatter on social media so we can just enjoy life. I know. It has been a lot. But this morning, everybody was tuned in to the Jen Shaw sentencing this morning. Okay, so she comes in. I... I so, like no filter with Zach, what um the blogger points out that she's like trying to channel Teresa and she's like in leopard for her. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she's right. Um, but she's got like the leopard, like it's it's like the more demure version because it's like tan leopard, but like she's still going for it. She goes in, um, uh, the first thing we need to discuss before we even talk about the sentencing is, do you remember when she was selling Jin Shaw merch? Yeah, I mean, she's literally made a joke out of this the entire time. It's the craziest thing in the world to watch. And like, I can't even watch her on the show anymore. I really like I love all housewives and I see the good. She just like makes me feel icky, you know, because it's like she's not taking any accountability at all. But yeah, she was selling merch selling merch and now for her to have these big statements like miss shaw lost 
for months in an echo chamber of her own denial, her lawyer Pia Chaudhry said. She found herself staring at her truth and the depth of her wrongs, and she hurt them, and they were real, and there was no more lying. Shaw's eager to pay her debt to society, and when she's a free woman again, she will pay her debts to the victims. She promises to set an example. When Shaw's defense lawyer started to discuss all the good things her client has done in recent times, Stein appeared incredulous. What good things could she have been doing? Calling elderly people and selling them business opportunities, and they would max out their credit cards and get the person to put an additional credit and then upsell them for their other products. The judge rhetorically asked, if there's good in that, I can hear it. Then the final thing was people have watched her ruin her life and ruin the lives of other families. And the punishment is very personal and real. Listen, <laughs> I, I, the thing I need to ask you about, she ends up getting sentenced to what, it, what is it? 6.5 years, six and a half right. years. Right. Do you think that's enough? I don't. I mean, I think, you know, it's a hot topic, but the Chrisleys are going to, prison for 12 years and they didn't they didn't affect anyone else right it was their own i don't really know the whole thing about it but it was about their money and what they didn't pay in taxes or whatever but jen like actually harmed other people made people go bankrupt ruined other people's lives and she has a less lesser sentence than the chrisley's like we just live in such a wild time like i don't understand how all that stuff works but I, I, was, I was hoping you were going to bring that up because I looked into it. And I mean, granted, the Chrisleys, I think, oh, something like 30 million. And but but the difference is <laughs> the, the Chrisleys, you know, allegedly it was throughout the the government. So now if you if you do something bad to the government, it's way worse than doing something bad to elderly people. Like, what does that say? Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's the craziest thing that she got less time. It, the thing that's so crazy, so like a year ago, I had posted something on social media, like kind of talking about Jen being guilty or whatever. And all these people were commenting under it, talking about it. And then she came in and commented, I don't know, Jen, you know, I've never met her, whatever. But she came into my comment section and wrote, I can't wait till you see that I'm innocent or something like she commented it. And I'm like, bitch, you want to answer now? Like you want to like, it's just so crazy. Like, she should have been quiet the entire time. Or like, she just played it all wrong. Like, she deserves all of this. It's, I mean, she did it to herself. It's hard to feel sorry for the family, her family, you know, when she's doing the whole crying thing. It's like, but you did this and you knew you did this the whole and entire so time. And so did your husband. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but like there's messages between Coach Shaw, like helping them do this. Absolutely. Yeah, that came out that there were like text messages. Also, it's like your husband, who is a coach at a university, knows what his salary is, right? And it's like, if your wife is doing something that's like allowing her to buy that much shit and you're filling it in your house, at some point you're gonna be like, babe, where is this money coming from? Maybe I should go into that business. Or like, maybe we should bring like, Especially because this like was way knew. before Housewives. Like people, you know, sometimes will go on Housewives, start a new business, and then all of a sudden start making a ton more money because Housewives brings, you know, more awareness right. to whatever your business is. We never even knew what her business was on the Housewives. So this, her business did not grow due to Housewives. This Exactly. Exactly. But she couldn't even explain what the business was on Housewives, you know? And the crazy thing is, it's so funny. Like, you can't go on the Housewives and think you're going to get away with that. Like, we all know that. But it just shocks me that these people, like, you didn't think that was going to come out? Like, I don't know. You're putting yourself in front of the whole world and you need to own it and apologize. 
to all of us for taking us down this crazy ass wild goose goose chase. And also for her, her to now try to show all this sadness and remorse. And we're like, we're watching you currently. The season is still airing. And we like next week is even a bigger fight about how innocent you are. You're upset at Dana, you know, all of these different things. But there's a couple additional from inner city press tweets. I only met her with a few. There are thousands of victims. There are more than a thousand on the restitution order. The call for punishment here is grave. Judge Stein, Ms. Shaw, I'm prepared to listen to you. Jen Shaw, you and the world know me as Jen Shaw. And then, yeah, then she goes into her whole history. I mean, all of you guys have seen this pretty much everywhere. It's impossible to escape it. But I think the biggest, you know... (laughs) All of the additional things coming out during it is and during Jin Shaw's federal case, they come up with a 2019 restraining order where she was having an affair, allegedly, with another woman's husband. And then that woman got in a restraining order. Like, this is just a person that continuous, continuously shows up to hurt people. Exactly. No. And it's I love some messy on Housewives. I think it's so fun. I enjoy it. Like, I don't get mad when people are messy on Housewives. But watching Jen, it's like you can tell it's a it's really, really dark. Even like you're in that kind of trouble and seeing the way that she's acting on this season. It's like that is a woman that is unhinged. I mean, the the way she like pushed Lisa Barlow, throwing the shoes off of the boat, like the whole thing is just messy and gross. Like she should be acting like a saint, like, holy shit, I'm in trouble. I'm going to prison. I'm going to act like a saint this season. And she's not at all. It's like, I just, I don't feel sorry at all. And I think she's disgusting. I mean, who would have thought Mary Cosby was right the whole time? Oh, yeah. Bring Mary back. Do you think they will bring Mary back? I don't think that Mary would come back. Although now that Jen's gone, she might just to like have the last say or whatever. But I don't know if they'll bring it back. You know, it's like, why did they ever get rid of Mary? Uh, Well, I think once Mary's church and everything came under fire, I think Mary was just done. Remember, Mary didn't show up to the reunion. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't show up through and you get kicked, but I'm sure she would have come back. But um, but I hope she comes back. Which leads us to Lisa Renna. This is on it's released through People magazine yesterday. Um, Lisa Renna leaves The Real Housewives at Beverly Hills after eight seasons. Lisa Renna is saying goodbye to The Real Housewives. And her quote to people was, this is the longest job I have held in my 35 year career. And I'm grateful to everyone at Bravo and all those involved in the series. It has been a fun eight year run and I'm excited for what is to come. A representative for Rena told the Hollywood reporter, given that Lisa's contract was up at the end of last season. And after taking time to weigh her current options and business obligations, Lisa and Bravo have discussed and mutually decided that she will not be returning to Beverly Hills. So tell us, Teddy, did she quit? I think, okay, well, first and foremost, I want to say, like, I am sad that this happened. I oh, I'm, feel, I'm so sad. I feel like we don't know the full extent to what happened, but I do know that she's given us great television for a lot of years. And some of the moments that will live in, you know, housewife history forever. And Twitter won. Yeah. Twitter won. No, Twitter won. 
Lisa Rinna is an iconic housewife. We'll forever talk about her, but you're exactly right. That's what I've just been so frustrated about this morning. You have to realize that like these really loud people on the internet are not the majority. You know, like all of our friends that we're talking to, we go out to dinner, if housewives come up, we're all laughing. We're like, oh, yeah. Lisa's great TV, all that kind of stuff. But when you start reading the Twitter and the comment stuff, those are really spooky people who are like taking this stuff really personally, like fire her. I'll never watch this show again. First of all, you are going to watch the show. You're obsessed, you know, but yeah. most of these people, like, I really think they're like, they're in a dark basement at their parents' house and they see something in Lisa that maybe reminds them of a toxic family member in their family. And they're like getting really personal with it. But it's like, can the rest of us just enjoy really good TV? Like are any of us watching Bravo for role models to like see how to act? It's like, Lisa's fabulous. Like the season runs because of Lisa Rinna. Cut and, it out. Stop trying to get these people and fired. I'm sorry. Some of the other girls on that show are probably need to be shaken in their boots because the fact of having to do that dirty work and stir it when everybody else is trying to be like everybody's favorite is not Teddy, a fun I mean job. Teddy, people don't realize that. I mean, you and I have both done reality TV. I see what happens behind the camera. Like, you need those people who really show up, who keep the storyline moving. You need a pot stirrer. You need someone who will say the stuff that nobody else wants to. And I, I, I totally agree with you. It's like they don't realize that, like, if you take Lisa out and just leave the group we have right now, it will be crickets. Like, them just sitting oh, there trying to, like... Let's play best. Do you think that they're going to bring Denise Richards back? That's the storyline we want to see is Lisa and D Denise back together. You know, it's like my dream is that they'd bring, bring Brandy back. But also I want to see Brandy and Lisa interact. You know, like Lisa's just the one that like you always want to see what she's going to do. She's Even a loose you, cannon, like which yeah, is and, what and, you want to watch. Yeah, you guys. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's like I get it. You don't want to be friends with Lisa. You don't want to sit at a table with her. You don't want to bring her around your group of friends. But like we are watching entertainment. It's like. I'm so sick of these shows going flat. You know, it's like you get rid of Stassi on Vanderpump Rules. The show is flat. You can't even watch it. You know, you yeah. get rid of Ramona from uh, New York. The show's boring as all hell. You know, it's like when Bethany left, Tamra and Vicky leaving yeah. OC. OC was unwatchable. And you have to realize that, like, you need these characters for a show to happen. You know, it's like. That's why we watch. Bravo built it, built the whole network off of controversial characters. And that's the point. When, when you're watching an actual scripted show or a drama or anything like that, I watch those shows and I still pick people that I love or I relate to. And the ones that I don't, that I'm like, ah, oh, she's the worst character. I watch reality television the same way. Yes, it's, we... a, it's conversation starter. I want to watch a show and be angry at someone. I want to be like, oh my God, why are they doing that? But it doesn't change my life. Calm down. All these women signed up for it. They know what the game is, you know? It's like, I... and they are. They're going to be bored and they're going to miss Lisa Rinna. They're going to be like, holy shit, this is all on our shoulders now. I wonder if partially though, she started doing it to herself. When Remember when all of the stuff was taken off social media and she blocked all the bloggers and, you know, like those types of things. That being said, from somebody who has been attacked brutally on Twitter for months and months and months, I can understand needing to block yourself from that noise. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I also think that that's why I think social media should be taken away because it's hard as a person when people are coming for you. Of course, you want to fight back. 
But I think that was Lisa's biggest problem is that she fought back. And when you fight, fight back with the fans that much, like they turn on you, they just go harder. You have to just like cut that noise off. Do your job, do the show, and then don't look at social media. Don't, yeah, when she reacted, that's when you really lose it. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you think she'll be back? Do you think she's just on pause? I think they'll absolutely bring her back, but I feel like she might be one of those people that leaves and realizes how much better her life is without the show, meaning like her own sanity, you know? Yeah. Um, those shows drive you crazy. No matter what anybody says, all that chatter in your life all the time really messes with you. So she might find some peace. Also, Lisa Rinna will forever work. You know, like she'll always have jobs. You know, she'll always be a recognizable face. She'll be fine. But I think that we really are losing out. Like we lost this one. Lisa well, didn't. She'll be fine. She'll figure it out. But we lost. This perfectly sums up Lisa Renna. So we were texting last night and, you know, just going going through it. So and did she quit? Say it. What did she tell you? I That part, I did not. It's not my business. If, however you are it such is. a liar. What did she tell you? I can, sh that I will, I, that I have to go <laughs> off what Radar Online is saying. Radar oh Online. Oh my God. That credible source says Lisa Renna announces Real Housewives. And then it's, according to Radar Online, the Real Housewives Beverly Hills star for season 13 following an out all-out contract war radar online has learned rena exit comes months after we exclusively reported that she was renegotiating her contract with bravo sources told this outlet that rena was demanding two million a season which would make her the highest paid housewife of any franchise ever at this point bravo needs lisa more than lisa needs bravo she was a star before bravo and will be a star long after bravo too insider spilled in september the source continued by claiming that rena wasn't scared of walking away if she didn't get what she wanted lisa knows her worth and knows how to negotiate only lisa is willing to call their bluff and walk away if she doesn't get the deal she wants while the other ladies are frightened to upset andy lisa is fearless she is not frightened of him or anyone else i can only say this this doesn't sound like it was written by a complete outsider right no and i mean i i think lisa's worth all the bucks at bravo i think yeah so i think that they'll figure out that they need her and i do think she'll come back i hope she does but like i said i don't know if she'll realize it's just not worth it for her own sanity um but radar radar is funny isn't isn't lisa vanderpump the main editor there isn't I, she the writer I, no, we got to get into lisa vanderpump in a second but lisa Renna's <laughs> response when i said um anything that you want me to say on your behalf on the podcast tomorrow and she wrote yes please let them know that the national launch of Rena wines is february 13th <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's so good it's so good the other thing is is like Lisa's also one of those people in reality TV, like that her fans are diehards. You know, it's like with this, I want to go out and buy all the wine that I can. You know, I want to tell everyone to go buy all of her lip stuff, whatever. Like she has a diehard fan base, so it doesn't matter. And I think that, I mean, I do think if they, I, we just got to see what happens. It goes from there. But what really pissed me off more than anything last night was this tweet. Lisa Vanderpump, ding dong. Okay. First off, that's what everybody said when she was gone. And the reason she doesn't have any actual real friendships that can be sustained because she cares more about likes on Twitter than she does about people. 
Yeah, and- I mean, you, but I mean, you say that, but Lisa Vanderpump has like a massive fan base and people love her. But I know what you're saying. I met, I met people within the yes. show. We're all yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yes, exactly. I, I, I think that Lisa Vanderpump is way different than the fans think she is. You know, so it's like that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, she's all about um, getting her followers to like her. It's so funny, though, because it's like I knew Lisa Rinna in person in Los Angeles. You're friends with her. Lisa, it's so funny to me because she's the coolest, nicest person ever. We used to go to the same gym all the time. And she was like the person she'd come to the gym. Everyone wanted to talk to her. She always really positive, nice to everyone at the salon. She was the same way. Every I mean, Lisa never misses a party, Lisa Rinna. So every party you go to, everyone's talking to her or whatever. So then seeing the show, I get it. She kind of plays a bit of a character and she plays into it, which is great TV. She does the job. She's worth the money. But she's very different than people think, you know, and I think I just think she's so lovable, you know, and it's so it's like maybe I see it in a different way just because I love her as a person. But Lisa Vanderpump, not so much. Well, I think here's the thing. Also, Lisa Vanderpump, this and this isn't like to come at her. This is just if you publicly say I can't be bothered by all these housewife things. So lame. I'm so above all of it. And then, you know, I saw on Twitter, they're all upset because she didn't comment on Vivian Westwood passing away, but makes the time to comment on Lisa Rinna no longer being on the show. And it's like, this is just, I had to, I actually had to take deep breaths and be like, Chetty, don't respond something on Twitter. Like, just (laughs) honestly, reel it in and let's just, you can talk about it tomorrow. I mean, her... (laughs) Her tweet was pretty funny. It was fucking really funny, actually, you know, but it goes back to that thing like she absolutely cares about all the housewife stuff. She's also found a way to make money without having to be on the show, but still kind of keep her toe in the show as much as she needs to, which is fine. It's a strategy that she figured out. But it's just like I just see through that. I think I've heard too much. I know too much. And yeah, uh, I'm it's... fine. I would have been fine with this comment. It if she would take ownership that she's still invested in the show and looks at Twitter and has the time to sit there on her iPad all day long, looking at the Twitter comments. I know that's exactly. So yeah, that that's pretty much the, the majority of the housewife headlines. Is there anything else that we missed before we get into what happened on last night's episode? Oh, there's another headline I want to ask you about. You were in the press over New Year's. Oh, yeah, I was. What was that about? What happened? You were with Kristen Cavallari, who I'm obsessed with. She's like my girl crush. And (laughs) um, and Tyler Cameron was there. You guys were all hanging out together. And it it was like wild, like other than like the Jen Shaw sentencing, I was seeing this everywhere. Is everybody just pals? Friends with benefits. Well, little juicy Everyone, nuggets. <laughs> uh, you know, Kristen is my best friend forever, right? And it's funny. I know that everyone's going to ask me about Kristen. And you know me. I'm like, an, I don't hold back at all. I'll say anything. But um, it's too, too early. And it's not my place to say what it is. But I will say I absolutely love Tyler. I think he's the hottest man I've ever seen in person. Like he, And he's so sweet with that. 
Um, and uh, yeah, we all had fun that that weekend. It was the six of us together. It's so funny too, because those kind of things, I start seeing all the chatter start to happen and people speculate. And they're like, no, Tyler was just at the same party that they were at. And Kristen and him just said hi to each other. I'm like, you guys, we're all at a table together. Yeah, it was six I was of like, us. please, the, it, this is clearly like, this is a planned situation. This is not, oh, I just bumped into you and let's sit down and have dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so no, we were all together and uh, he's a great guy. I love him. Who knows what is happening for real with that. But I do know that like Kristen's in a great place in her life that she's not in a rush to do anything. You know, uh, her focus is her business and her kids. And it would take someone really, really special to take Kristen off the market. That's pretty much all I can say about that. But we had a blast. It was a lot of fun. So in closing, talking about Beverly Hills, who is who? who's like your MVP now of Beverly Hills? My MVP, um, you know, you're not going to love this, but I absolutely love Kathy Hilton. I'm friends with her in real life. Um, and I think she's so fun on the show. So I love her. But I can be very honest, too. I don't think that Kathy brings that element to the show that's going to, like, make storylines happen. I think Kathy's a really good side character, right? So it's like MVP. It's not going to be Kathy. I think that it's... Um, I think the show's going to have a hard time. I really do. I don't think that Erica's that person. I don't think she can be that person. Crystal's not. Sutton's not. Um, Kyle, to me, is very much a side character. I love her, but she's never, like, the main one starting stuff and all that. So, I think um, Kyle, I th Kyle's the glue that kind of holds, yeah, yeah, yeah. holds no, the Kyle, glue together. The, also, it would be the, a complete separation. Absolutely. She's, like, the staple of the show, and it would be devastating if she ever left. Um, I think Garcelle is amazing, fabulous TV. She's such a strong woman. I love watching her, but she's not the main person. So I think they're really going to have a hard time. Who am I missing? Uh, we've oh, got, Dorit, oh, Dorit. <laughs> Dorit's fun. She looks pretty. <laughs> she, <laughs> I can't she's so pretty. <laughs> I love Dorit, but my goodness, has she had a slow couple of seasons. But <laughs> she dresses that the part. She looks hot. Um, but yeah, no, there's, and I mean, I, I, I love that we don't even need to talk about it, but I would assume that Diana is gone. I can't imagine. Oh, she yeah. Is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Diana will be the main diamond holder. Diana's going to hold the whole season together this year. If she shows up, she's really going to hold it together. It'll be Diana Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was it was Lisa Rinna. Lisa was that part, and you just took away the main part of the show. Also, when all the fans are hating so much on one person, or half the fans are and half of them are loving them, you know that that character is. Uh, you pay that character to keep them around. Lisa was the last person you should take out of that cast because she made that show what it is and what it's been. I really wouldn't know anything about the negativity because I'm so loved. Yeah, <laughs> housewife sweetheart you're you're definitely miss congeniality I, it's like you know everyone's obsessed with me i'm like enough already <laughs> um let's take a little break and then we'll come back and we'll do recaps for miami and salt lake city Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. We are back. We're going to talk a little bit about Miami. Harry, one, I'm obsessed with Miami. I'm absolutely upset. I think it's the best right now. I need everyone to watch it. I need everyone to watch it too. I think what I love the most about Miami is that my favorite switches from week to week. Like last week, yes. I, compla- I complained about Marisol the whole time. Like I was like, she is driving me nuts. This stick with the alcohol is driving me nuts. But this episode, Alexia and Gertie were so annoying to me that I was like, you know what? Marisol was that breath of fresh air I needed. <laughs> Teddy, I cannot agree more. That exact same thing happened to me this week because I listened to your podcast, the last one with Brandy, and I was laughing because I was agreeing with you about Marisol. So when I watched last night, all of a sudden in my head, I was like, 
oh wait, I love Marisol though. I I I can't tell Teddy how much I how much I love her now, but it switched for me. It's like all of a sudden I fell in love with her. And Miami really does that every week. I change who I'm in love with. My consistent though is I, Alexia is my girl. I'm obsessed with her so much. Even when she says the wrong thing, I love her so much. I didn't. I. Yeah, when she said the wrong thing, I think she realized she said the wrong thing and just didn't know how to fully apologize and then like double down like I'm the star. Well, and um, the beauty of that the beauty of that is like that is life. I want to watch reality TV. How many dinners have we been at that somebody at the table says something you're like <gasps> like that didn't sound very good and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't mean it that way. I meant it this way." Like everybody has said something and they have to backtrack a little bit as long as they kind of apologize and they mean it. We should move on like we do in real life. What happened with her and Julia is Julia didn't let it go. Like she then she like whatever. Sorry, that was last week. You've already covered this. I know, but we I mean, first couple things that I, and this I'm sorry, Julia, I need you to up your confessional outfit game. I need it. I don't I, that prom dress or, or like cotillion. dress. I need listen. And this is coming from the most unfashionable housewives, a housewife, ex-housewife, according to Dorit. Me, I am not the best dressed by any means. But like, <laughs> Bravo used to approve our outfits. So like, who's letting this happen? Who? Well, it's so funny because I absolutely agree. And I was thinking the thing was, is like, she's one of those girls that's always probably been able to go off of her look. She's a beautiful girl. She's a model. You know, so she's the type that's like, oh, I'll just throw this dress on and show up. But when you're on a show like that and you're lit the way you're lit up on an interview and everything, like everything needs to be done. That's why all these outfits are over the top. Everyone's in competition with one another. And yeah, she looks, it looks like my mom's on an interview. You know, it's just like, I want her to do more. I want it's her like, to do more. It's like I showed up right now to the confessional and I'm like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Sweaty, red as a tomato from hot yoga. And Wait, like, can I just say like, and I, do you agree? Like, I can't watch Julia's storyline. Like I, the show is so good. And every time it goes to Julia's storyline for me, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to hear about this. Like at all. I just, I'm not interested in the storyline. Well, her, yeah, I'm, I'm not interested in like her. The only thing I'm interested in is Martina. Like yeah. to me, Martina is a goat. Like the, if you want lessons on how to diffuse a situation, like when Larsa comes in and starts saying it to Martina. Oh my God, like, that was so good. She made Larsa look like a donkey. Like she was like, yeah, okay. Anyway. A hundred percent. She didn't let it affect her at all, which by the way, I don't think she was putting a front on. It was just like, this is so dumb. I'm not playing into this game. But that whole thing is so dumb to me because it's like Julia made out with a guy friend. You know, it's like, let's not try to turn this. But I don't know, maybe because I'm a gay man and it's like I've been drunk at parties before and like made out with a girlfriend of mine. It's like it's funny, you know, and it's like here's so the thing. I think it really so depends dumb. on your relationship, regardless if I made out with a gay guy, a girl, another man, my husband would be upset. Like if you and I made out at BravoCon, he would be pissed. <laughs> he would be like, what the like? not because of like jealousy but to him it's like respect no that and I is gotta disrespectful be actually that is very disrespectful because i yeah i think about that too you know i've been in a relationship for eight years if he met out with anyone i would be offended but i i always think like like a best 
friend maybe and it was silly and you're being playful but yeah it is it's disrespectful especially to your if, and, and her and julia's reasoning as i'm a public person and i wanted to give a little show oh god even more so <laughs> if you're a public person like out of respect but you don't know what here's the here's the thing we don't know what their situation is like what their rules are every relationship's different yeah so they could have I, an open relationship yeah they, i mean and you could tell by martina's response all i feel like all martina cares about is like she wants attention from julia like it meant the world to her that you know Julia jumped in the water and they had that moment of kissing and that was a she came out moment. with her Crocs and all the things <laughs> like <laughs> I love a lesbian pair of Crocs. I mean there's nothing better than I mean a they weren't even Crocs. Crocs, they were like generic Crocs. <laughs> I was like <laughs> um okay, so but to start us back, oh, well one other thing we do need to talk about in regards to the donkey, I was dying with the poor donkey getting dragged around with the diaper hanging off, poop on the floor, they're fighting over the hooking up, and then there's just, like, this miserable donkey. Like, Well, and Marisol's commentary was hilarious. I mean, the way that she was explaining the situation. I mean, that was just such a hot mess. You have a goat walking around your house with a oh, saggy diaper Oh, that's what I meant, a goat. On. Did I say yeah. donkey? Yeah. <laughs> but walking around with a sagging diaper on while like all these women are like dressed to the nines fighting over whatever they're doing it was the funniest situation ever I mean, so maybe julia is great for the show maybe we need julia for the show well okay well if we go if we go back starting at the beginning of the episode we start with adriana and the director of her music video they're filming on the yacht well, my heart is breaking for adriana the whole time i'm just like these girls do not want to do this like even when julia was like dancing at the front she's like <laughs> and that's her best friend like there's zero effort all they want to do is get drunk and like call each other out on stuff um well it's so funny because they expected us to take it seriously like the directors like where are these women why aren't they whatever i'm like they're not being paid to be in adriana's video they're there to be paid for housewives doing their thing it's like they don't want to be in this video it's so embarrassing also like that's something that lives forever. I get why Larsa doesn't want to be in Adriana's music video, and that's going to live on the internet forever. She's going to be made fun I of I do like forever. that she still showed up. I do. Yeah, I, was I do scared. too. I thought it would have been a real bitch move to not even show up. But if you're like, listen, I don't want my likeness on this, but I do want to be here to support you, a.k.a. stir the shit with other women and create good television, <laughs> fine. I was fine with it. Um, But the whole Kiki thing, Kiki is starting to... It's starting to get at me a little bit. Other than her Burger King, she was bugging me a touch. I am like a fan of Kiki now. Kiki is like, I want to get a shirt with Kiki's face on it because I think that like she's really coming out of her shell. And like she says shit that I just laugh so hard at. But the Burger King changed everything for me. You know, it's like <laughs> she was trying to stay skinny for the video. And then when she realized <laughs> she wouldn't do the video more, she just started eating that hamburger. And it was so good. I love it so much. But I was fine about Kiki, except then when they did the flashback, I don't know if it's for next week or whatever it was, but you see her yelling at the music director saying, you can't have me in this music video, any part of me, you have to blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, like Adriana has already said, like she's putting all of her money into this to make yeah, this yeah. happen. And like, 
if there's a chance you're going to get mad and pull out of it and make cost somebody, that part annoys me. Like you did agree. Yeah, no, to you're it. right. Yeah. The money was paid for the money. was. But you know what? My thing is since I love Miami so much, I went back to season one and started watching it from the beginning. Yeah. And um, Adriana at the beginning, I'm not a fan. I'm sure people love Adriana. I'm, a, I'm sorry, but like, she is so manipulative and like calculating to me. And the way that she's late to everything, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. I'm early oh, to everything. I respect not me. people. <laughs> I no, respect people. But she, um, the way, I just don't think, I think she's a narcissist, a true narcissist. You know, it's like, so if you watch from season one, she does something in season one at one of her art shows that my jaw was on the ground. What did she do? I need to go she back had, and watch. She had an art gallery show happening and she had an artist who was showing there and she got in kind of a fight with the artist. And then to with him, she brought in another artist and showed off his work like during his show. It was the most disrespectful, grossest thing ever. And the artist's really good friend confronted her about it. And the way that she reacted, I was like, oh, this woman's not a good person. Like, that's a that's a she just plays like dirty, dark games like it's I don't know. I don't believe that that big, bright smile she has. But well, she's, she's good TV. She's really going for it with the outfits, too. Now that she's like, I mean, she was pretty much naked. This entire yeah. episode. I was like, get it. Um, <laughs> while on the yacht, Alexia and Gertie start fighting over being hurt by each other from both of them criticizing each other's parties. They're screaming, then crying. They hug it out. Once again, Marisa Mar Marisol is the comedic relief in this scene when she's like, I'm so good at making drinks. I take people to all different levels. But like, it, that fight, I'm over that fight. I really am over this fight. Well, I think that they're not, first of all, I don't think Gertie's very good at explaining herself. She like starts to say it and she doesn't really get it out. Um, but I thought the scene was kind of hilarious how all of a sudden they're like crying and hugging with each other. But I don't think Marisol's very good at like speaking or G Gertie's very good at speaking her mind. And I don't think Alexia is a very good like listener and really understanding what is happening. So I think they needed that moment to go through. Um, but I love them both. Those are two of my favorites on that show. And did you think it was hot when Gertie's husband was putting on her leg cream with the gloves or were you like, why are you making him do this? Like I No, we were laughing so hard in bed last night, Scoot and I and my partner, because <laughs> uh, he was like, that's literally us. I mean, it's just like, I think it was such a cute, like bonding moment. You know, like I have Scoot, like trim the hairs that I have on my back, you know, and it's just like, Sexy. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But I think that that was just like such like a relationship moment. Like it was just cute. And I think that like, that relationship watching it they really have a good dynamic like he makes her feel really good uh, and she's the wild personality so i can relate to that because i'm the loud wild one in my relationship scoots the quiet sweet steady one so i thought that was actually like a beautiful moment um and then because you're like the the hair god i have to say nicole like nicole is meant to have short hair Oh I, my God, you're bringing up all my points right now. It changed her completely with that long hair. She just looked like, like, just like a Vegas girl that like I, put her bad track in. Like she's such a short hair girl. She is hot, by the way. And like hot. her house is the most beautiful house you've ever seen on Housewives. She has incredible style. Everything about her is just like cool. But those extensions, I was like, wow, that's a miss. That Bad those were a mess. But where she really got me, and you know, she is definitely the voice of reason most of the time on 
on this, you know, on Miami, but she said something about why she would continue working. And I'm going to get heat for this because people, whenever I say things like this, people get upset, but she said the re this whole cheating thing is why I will never quit working because the only person you can ever really count on is yourself. And, and what did that make you feel like? It made me, I kind of feel the same way. You I never, totally do. I, you never know. So like putting all of your eggs into one person's basket and ex hoping that they're going to just take care of you for the rest of your life or that you're a partnership. When things get ugly, things get ugly regardless. And like, I really was like, Nicole just put like, now I get it because people, you know, will always send in messages and they're like, why does Nicole still do these 24 hour shifts and blah, blah, blah. She's with the richest guy on there. When she said, I'm like, oh yeah, well, obviously that's why, that's why I do too. You know, like you just yeah, never know. Abs absolutely. And I think that that's such like a powerful thing for women to have their own things. I also just think in a relationship, like if both people get to come home and bring a conversation to the table, other than just what they did around the house or whatever. Like I love women or relationships where you find one partner who's like at home all the time and you figure out your things. But um, yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with thinking about the future and taking care of yourself. I and, think it's and, really, really smart. And especially like there's things that I'm starting to figure out as I get older and like, you know, my parents get older, these types of things. Like there's so much that, you end up having to take care of as you become an, an adult. And you're like, wow, I, I need, I, I wouldn't want to ask my partner for this. I want to be able to do this on my own right. yeah. and help this person or do this or go on this trip, whatever it may be. But which brings me to the complete opposite type relationship, which is Lenny and Lisa, Lenny telling page six that he isn't getting a divorce from Lisa. They're all confused on why he would do that when he clearly told Lisa it was over. I'm so confused because now that you've told me you watched the first season, now I, I, I need more information. Well, he, they don't come on till the second season. So I haven't got into them yet, but mm. I'm really, I'm really invested in this relationship and I absolutely love Lisa. Like I love her and I feel so much for her. Like this is real TV. Like we're seeing this really happen. So it's painful to watch. Um, but when that happened, that was months ago when they were filming. So maybe at that time he wasn't ready. Like maybe it really, but he really was still out partying at formula, whatever, 51, whatever it's called. They well, he probably, because he thought he could get away with it all. You know, it's like, he's just like, I think for a while, I don't know. I, I think that the real issue is, is that they were probably destined for a divorce for a really long time. And Lisa wasn't accepting it. Right. Yeah. But then when he actually kind of got caught and it broke out, why did he not just um, accept it? I don't know. Maybe at that time they were Maybe having different Maybe his lawyers told him not to say anything until they got like, you know, the nesting and the money and the whatever figured out. But right. um, yeah, that whole situation, it made you can see how sad Lisa is this episode, even that scene with her daughter, like pulled on my heartstrings and then she comes in and one of the girls said oh, you look so skinny and she's like well I can't eat you know like she's being authentic to what happened. oh yeah it's it's like really happening and the body thing was the you know I did hair forever in LA and I always knew when my client one of my clients was going through something really rough in a marriage it was like the really quick weight loss like or that, the like, quick weight gain yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah that could happen too um 
but I, I that that breaks my heart. But I think that she is going to soar. I think she's going to meet meet someone great. I really hope she takes the time to herself. But she's already kind she's of already dating with that, that new guy. I know, I know. But it's like that immediate thing. You want to go out and have hot sex, and you want to like be seen and act like you're doing really well. But I hope she takes time to herself and really figures out what she wants because she's hot and she's special. She like brings a lot to the table. Yeah. Um, but then we get kind of into this. He's scenes. disgusting, though. He is he, so no, disgusting. He is so and that other woman, you know, like, I'm so protective of my girlfriends. And it's like, that other girl, like, who is in her life around her that's not like, you're disgusting. Like, what you're doing is absolutely disgusting. Like, if you want to be with Lenny, wait until everything plays out. Like, them going to clubs and stuff together. Like, that woman is so gross. Like, that is the worst kind of woman. When you talk I about, have- like... Well, I have a question. Do you ever have moments with Scoot where you feel like insecure person? Like you're just, you have those like moments and you're like, can I, do, can I see your phone or can I do that? Do you ever have that? Are you a hundred percent secure in your relationship all of the time? I'm very, very honest. And I'm Scoot and I aren't like that. We don't, we really, really trust you, but I have been, I've been in relationships before where like I would ch- check the phone and I was always nervous when we'd go out of town separately and whatnot. And that is the worst feeling in the world. You're constantly living with like anxiety. I could never be in a relationship like that ever. Like that does not work for me. So no, we're, we're not like that. I'm the only place that I'm like that a little bit. Like we are, I am connected to Edwin's uh, Instagram. So I can see his DM, like his DMs come to both of us. And the things that strangers will just try to send Oh, yeah. Women with straight men. It's like crazy. Especially I... if you've been in the public eye at any point in time. Or oh, people know you have money. And he's just like, it's better for you to have it. Do what you want with it when it comes in. Like, I don't... oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and... no, and actually that actually happens a lot in the gay world, too. Uh, my partner, Scoot, doesn't ha- he doesn't use Instagram, so he hasn't gone on it in years. So I don't worry about that. But yeah, and I mean, the, the messages that I get from other gay men, I get pictures of dicks all the time, like yeah. people flirting. And I'm like, you can see I'm in a relationship, but people will try really nasty things in the DMs. But n- people never try with me. Because <laughs> they, they think you'll talk about it. You'll out them, you'll out them on the podcast or something. You um, want it to happen so bad. You want somebody to slide in your DMs so bad. The only person, it's like I was Jose Canseco and it was a long time <laughs> Oh, my God. Um. Okay. But then in closing, scenes for next week, you see everybody start to kind of get into it. And I really feel like Larsa has now become the Oprah of cheating accusations. Because now she's going after Nicole. She says something along the lines of, like, you slept with every doctor in the hospital. Like, at this point, like, I'm glad she's showing up to get her mojito. But we can't accuse everybody of cheating on the same season. Let's like, I wait. Know. Yeah. And when she said that, it like immediately gave me chills. Cause it's like, that's so gross. Also, whatever Nicole did before she was with her partner, like that's no one's business. You know, you could have a slutty years. Cause she was essentially saying that like, she slept with everyone at her, the doctors or whatever, but like people, what they've done in their past, like who cares? Remember the dude that was the basketball player and he had just had the baby. Like there was a whole bunch of scandal a couple of years ago. So it's like, I don't I don't know that we need to keep. Yeah. So, I mean, Larsa's playing the game, but it's like I don't like when people mess with people's relationships because you can tell that Nicole and her uh, fiance have like a really solid relationship, you know, 
And um, so, but Lisa, Larson knows that's good TV. I think about that. That would be the that would be where I would lose my shit on a reality show. Is my relationship with Scoot? If somebody tried to do that with us, like all hell would break loose. So, like, I really feel for that stuff. It's like Larsa, don't go down that with someone. Especially like if there's no truth to it. Like, you're just uh, I don't know. I just yeah that, that bug. Like that what bug they're me. doing on Potomac, all that kind of stuff. It's like you are messing with people's real lives, and then you start having like family members who don't watch the show who hear this gossip and it starts turning into something it's like that's just for your real kids, it's forever going to be imprinted on the web yeah. and i don't know but miami is currently my favorite because it used to be potomac but now potomac's been a little these last i know weeks. they're yeah it's like when it's the fake storylines and they're bringing in weird random people to say random things because none of the other women will say it it's yeah, like I that's know. where i that's where I start to check Quick, out. I don't need to see seven strangers this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. 
Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Now, okay, let's talk. There's not that much with Salt Lake because we are still talking about the freaking eye. I. And it kills me to no end because it's like, this is when uh, housewives really start to like get into murky waters. Like when they play these really dumb storylines and drag it out, like we're so smart as the audience now that it's like little things you could put it in like a, Oh my God, what's going to happen next week or whatever, even though we already know, but they've dragged this out for four episodes. We knew from day one that it wasn't really anything big, but the way they're dragging out. And I love Heather so much. I love Heather. I think she's such a great person, but I think she's sliding down that ugly area of housewife what they do when you start really playing the games. And I think that's what the problem is with Whitney and uh, Heather. I think Whitney is a, her real good friend and she's looking at her being like, you're playing the housewife yeah. game really dirty and I don't know who you are anymore. Like that's the feeling I get. Like if I did a reality show with my sister who I'm super close with, if I started playing games, my sister on camera would be like, Justin, who even are you? And what are you talking about? Like that's yeah. the feeling I get where it's like, you don't need to do that, Heather. You were already so loved. You had everything going for you in the housewife world. But that's what happens. Once you're so loved, then you start thinking, oh, I can do this. I can do that. I can start right. manipulating what the audience sees and thinks. And um, it definitely, this episode just bugged me. What do you think actually? I mean, we're, I'm sick of freaking talking about it, but what do you think happened to the eye? I saw I think, that, that what's his ahead. name? Um why am I blanking on his name? I talked about him earlier too. He said he had direct knowledge from one of the housewives that she fell and hit her eye on the kitchen, on her sink faucet. Yeah, I think that there was like a silly accident that happened. And then I think that she was like, oh, I'm going to turn this into a storyline. You know, if it like people are like Jen hit her, if Jen hit her, they would deal with it in so many different ways. Then there's also people being like, oh, it's a Botox injury from her place and she doesn't want people to know. I'm like, who gets Botox in one eyelid? Like, first of all, you don't even put Botox in I that I think area. I may have said that it was like a filler issue. I was thinking that for a while. But because then there was the scratches or whatever. I think she was just drunk and out of control. I think she was drunk. And if anything, maybe her and uh, Jen were like, rolling around having whatever a good time when they were drunk and she accidentally hit her or whatever but i really think they got together and was like oh let's turn this into something and it's just it's so freaking fake and like i was saying we're all way too smart as the audience now that we're just annoyed or also then just lie and make something up be like oh i fell down and i i hit my eye like i don't <laughs> know like why drag us through this it's and, and why be coy with everyone and then why play games with whitney and be like i would tell you but we're on a friend break i didn't even know we're oh my god I, well and also can we also talk about the fact that like if we are talking about abuse of some sort can we not be coy and playful about it like so then what are you saying? You're protecting someone who abused you? Like, knock it off. This is so freaking weird. If and you're protecting, protecting an abuse somebody that abused you that we now have found out is a convicted felon. Yeah. And, <laughs> and all in all, asshole. Like, what's up with your judgment and character? Like, yeah, I mean, it's not looking good for the for the gay for the Heather Gay. I mean, she this is not good for her. 
Um, I, 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 it was hard for me to watch. Um, I do think all this stuff with Dana, like I think Dana and Angie K and Angie H should just all be named Angie. And then we can just easily talk about them all as their one person. And then go from there. Well, it's so, they're such like, just like side characters or whatever, but I think they each kind of bring something good. Well, more Dana and Angie K, the brunette one. They bring something interesting, but I think that Jen is so over the top and like uh, domineering that we're not even getting to see these girls' personalities yet. I think Jen leaving will really change the show, and I bet they're all freaked out. But I think like bigger personalities will start to rise. But um, I don't know. I think it's going to be my guess is going to be a big cast next season because it's so small this year. Yeah, they have to bring housewives. They have to bring in some additional people. and kind of build off that because Jen really is a huge part of the show, whether we like her or hate her. Yeah. Every episode, it's about somebody dealing with something with Jen and she's always the loudest one at the table that no one else really gets to even say anything. So it'll be, what do you mean? I'm Meredith, the star. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Then we go to the fashion show and Meredith saying she I really I'm not mad I'm not mad they you know they counted it whatever it was eight I'm not mad and Angie and Diana that you can tell they're both just like well obviously you are mad (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's just there there really wasn't much going on this episode for for a little bit I had like a I don't know if you felt it but I had kind of like that icky feeling a little bit like I felt like sad um when they kept panning to Meredith's um nephew like he's yeah. comfortable and that like made that like pulled up my heartstrings like I was like uh this that's one of those cases of like are we showing too much on television yeah on yeah I mean it's yeah it's such a touchy subject I think it's beautiful that they brought awareness to it you know but yeah I was feeling the same they just seemed like they didn't really want to be there uh, something about Meredith's storyline is just kind of bizarre to me. It seems like everyone feels really forced from her family and stuff. Um, but it's so weird because from season one, I was like, wow, Meredith is going to be like one of the strongest housewives ever. Like she really had this personality, but she's just kind of, she seems really uncomfortable on that show now. So it's like, it's hard for me to watch her. She just doesn't seem comfortable like at all. I don't being think she has show. a friend on there anymore because remember she used to be besties with Lisa Barlow and now that they don't have that relationship like yeah. and you have to count as Jen Shaw and now Loose Cannon Heather Gay like you got some like there's some problems. No that is a messy cast to try to fit in with because whenever I watch Housewives I'm always like who would I be sitting with at the table and at Salt Lake City I don't know because now it was always Heather Gay for me but now I'm like would Heather Gay turn on me in a second too? It's like none of them really feel like trustworthy. Although I love Lisa, but I get why everyone, I don't know, Lisa has, maybe it's because Lisa's so real. You know, like I actually think Lisa's the most transparent and real and you can tell that the bullshit really gets to her, but the rest of them really feel like game players to me. Like they all play a dirty game and Lisa takes the brunt of it. I can love Lisa. I love Lisa. I, you know, we all know from BravoCon, she was, we, we were obsessed with her. We had so much fun with her. She doesn't take herself too seriously. I think sometimes on the show, I get a little, when, when she's going on and on and on, she has a little bit of like Dorit in her where the, like the story will continue on and you're like, yeah. <laughs> let's go. 
I don't care about well, that outfit. I think, I, I think <laughs> the best housewives come when there's, first of all, narcissism works well on reality TV. And then people who are a little delusional. Like, I love people with a little delusion. And there's a little, there's some things that are like a little delusional about Lisa, but I love it. It's like, it's so innocent and playful. And uh, so like, I just, I love her. I think she's fabulous. Um, what did you think about uh, Coach Shaw bringing the check to Angie K? Well, the whole time, the only thing that I could think about is like, bitch, you need that money. You guys need to hold <laughs> on to that money. Aren't you paying lawyers? And like, your kids are going to need like, new shoes for school next year so like i thought they should have asked if they could have like um done some gardening for them you know to like pay off their debt but when he wrote that big check like i was nervous like they don't have that money do they um well, but i thought it was the big thing to do i mean i would do that i would never i'm so weird about owing anyone money no, so like too. i would but but jen didn't want to pay it i mean let's be honest jed did not want to pay that she knew what she was doing, but she got called out for it. So good for Angie K for calling her out. They should pay their bills, though. They should. and But I felt the whole thing, it just felt, it, it didn't feel authentic. It felt very forced. It felt like, ugh, it didn't feel like a natural scene between friends that are close enough that you would say, I'm going to let you have a party at my house. Or you come, the way that they talked about the relationship, like it was. Oh so... yeah. No, it, it felt so weird. And like Jen was sitting there, like Jen wanted to fight first of all, but Angie handled it really well. Like she immediately was like, thank you so much. But our friendship is more important to me, whatever. But Jen wanted to fight. It wasn't like sweet and kind. Like I'd be mortified if I was handing it for like, Oh my God, I can't believe that we went without paying this. Like here's, the money, whatever. The whole interaction was really weird. It felt like a drug deal. Like it felt like one of Jen's shady business dealings, you know? Like, <laughs> it so it was not... very, it was very natural for Jed. You could see her like. Yeah, it was, it, it, it wasn't the best. It was, it's, this episode, we're going to need to like kind of get through it. We, I don't care about the eye in the, anymore. We need to keep it moving. Um, and so I hope that's what's to come. But I, I wonder how much longer now that we know that Jen is guilty. She has been sentenced. How much longer are we going to play this game watching this? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But did you see that uh, Demoy or whatever, Demois posted that uh, Salt Lake City is being put on pause and they don't know if it's going to come back? I don't think that's true. You don't? No. I, I mean, I, the details that they had were pretty dang specific. It was pretty wild. I mean, I think everything is taking longer to cast right now because everything is a little bit pushed. Like when you talk, yeah. each date is pushed a little bit. Like I think they've even started, they're starting Beverly Hills way later than they normally would have. I don't think Orange County's airing for a while. I think everything right. is a little pushed. And I think when you add in the law and people right. being sentenced, <laughs> like I think that is, you know, but I don't know. I I I think they're. I, I don't know. I read something that they're kind of like already up and going, and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, because I'm just. I would to... want. I would want to know their reactions in real time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's the only. If they're not filming now to get all of this, that like made me a little bit nervous. Like, oh, are they going to push this show off too long and then get rid of it? Because it's like, this is the stuff we want to see. We went through all of this. I want to see their reactions. But I guess they probably are having a hard time pulling together the right cast or like who the people are going to be. Yeah, I know. Because you, you want it to at least feel a little bit authentic so it doesn't turn into like a Dubai situation. Oh, um, my God. 
but fan thoughts are I am sick of Meredith's holier than thou persona. Um, Heather is producing herself over it. Oh my gosh, this part we didn't talk about. Jen Shaw's therapist. This person brought up was Jen Shaw's therapist on the Zoom, the same one that was at BravoCon. Yes, I met him. He you did? Back. Yes. Remember when Jen Shaw came to Tamara's room and then like used the glam and took the booze and all that kind of stuff? Yes, he came with her, right? Yes. So the guy, the security guard that's been taking Jen Shaw everywhere, like through the airport and all that kind of stuff was in there. And so was the therapist. That's the therapist we met. Oh, my God. That scene was so painful to me. Her trying, like, she was just sitting there staring at the screen, like, how much longer do I have to do this, you know? <laughs> but it's like, Jen, she's not taking accountability. She doesn't want to get to the bottom of it. It's just like, she's the last person I want to see in a therapy session. I know. And I, that guy, and any therapist that's willing to travel with Jen Shaw, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, what are <laughs> your credentials? Con? Like, I'm... Let me see that. I want to see it on your wall in the frame. <laughs> he does not have a clientele if he's traveling like with Jen Shaw. Because also there is no future there, you know? So he's about to be out of work big time, you know? Oh, what about when Whitney says, I maybe will do a conjugal visit? On a scale oh. of one to ten, how drunk do you think she was? Oh, <laughs> my God. But she also like really believed her word. Even after, I don't think she got what she was really no, saying. No, she didn't. Like, yeah, she thought that was the right thing to say. God bless her. I love her. Uh, I love thank, her too. She yeah, would they, be at my table with Lisa Barlow, just saying. For sure. Thank God she's pretty, right? <laughs> you know, we, can't, we can't win them all. I mean, me and Tamara no. can't even read. Um, <laughs> um, Justin, thank you so much for doing this recap with us. Um, you made me laugh a lot and you have I so many hot so takes. Much. We love you over here at the twats. Um, anything, any, anything you want to share with us before we go? No, just that like, I love doing this. I love coming there. And I hope that everybody listening has an open mind. These are fun conversations. We don't have to fight. I really am so over the fighting with housewives and Bravo, you know, like I love all the Bravo accounts on Instagram. I have fun following them all. But I'm getting to a place where I'm like, gosh, your fan is the fans of this show are getting so gross and like ruthless. Like we should be able to talk and we should be able to have favorites and not have people be like disgusted that you like a certain person. You know, it's like if you say you like Lisa Rinna, it doesn't mean that you want to be her or that you'd act the exact same <laughs> way that, on the show. Or that all of her behavior you're like co-signing on. Exactly. You're saying that like. It's entertaining. You get it. And it's like, it's okay to disagree on housewives. Like, let's just enjoy Bravo. You know, it's fun. I mean, but even in real life, it's okay to be friends with somebody and not 100% agree with something that they're doing or they did. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, everyone has certain friends that they just kind of get a kick out of. Maybe they're trying to be a better example for that friend. You know, like I would be friends with somebody who's messy because I'd want to like, make a positive impact on their life. It wouldn't last very long, probably, because I call people out for everything. But yeah, we all have friends who like get into sticky situations, who mess up, whatever. And it's okay for people to still deal with them. And these women are being paid to hang out together. So like, chill the f*** out. Yeah, calm down. Just have a laugh. <laughs> Come over here and talk shit with us. Yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Justin. I love you so much. I'll talk love to you, you soon. Come to Nashville. I'm ready. All right, bye, baby. Bye. 
The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zin for a spin. Zin nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.